Podcast that can't even. I am literally your host, Mr. Frank. And I thank you, Mr. Frank. I am your other host, Mr. Jeff. Mr. Jeff, welcome back. We're doing it for a month. It's a month. One month, baby. One month. I think we're actually a little ahead of a month. I don't know what's going to get out. You know, I overpromise there sometimes. Yeah, you know, I know we tried to get back on the stick of this, right? Yeah. On the stick. The stick. We're on it. We, we've come up with a. Uh, uh, a, a new uh, uh, system, right? A system. We're 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 working in hashtags. <laughs> hash, hash. We were terrible. Where where we really derailed on on bullshit is we stopped coming to the table with bullshit, and then we're sitting there going, uh, I don't know what to say. Yeah, well, you know, I I think part of the problem was we would forget. I would forget about shit quite honestly, and I would write shit down on a piece of paper at work, and then I lose that piece of paper. Your ingenious idea of texting each other with a hashtag for topics is incredible. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're hashtagging uh, anything that pops in our head. I'm just shooting you a text message with that hashtag. It's just like, in my head, the little topic I want to talk about, but it's it kind of doesn't reveal a lot to you. Right. So that we can still riff on this. Yeah, it's not... Here's a whole story. Here's that's, just a topic. That's right. So that's how we're, we're going to work our bullshit. You're going to hear a lot about hashtag, uh, you know, bologna sandwiches. And that means nothing to me other than you hashtag me bologna sandwiches. And I won't find out what you want to bullshit about bologna sandwiches until we get there, which is here now. <laughs> <laughs> Live to tape. Live to tape. But in the spirit of things, we are going to start off with books, of course. And I do have something I want to uh, discuss with books. Do you have any book agenda this week? This month? I, I, I do uh, a little, a little bit, but you know, I would much rather hear yours than mine. You're going to defer to me. I'm going to defer to you because mine's really short. Okay. So we'll jump right into the meat of the matter. Okay. Well, mine is an observation I had, as I told you last episode, you know, I had a nice stack of books I hauled back from uh, the Scares of Care convention. So I, I found myself in a place that I haven't found myself in a while, and that's a, a lot of physical books that I have to read. Like, it's a stack of books, and it's like a stack of books that I want to read. Right. Really, since since I went hard on digital, the, uh, the most of the books I get are, like, Christmas presents, and they're not necessarily something I, like, had to run out to the store for again. So a lot of the physical books I've collected over the past couple of years have kind of, like, just gone by the, you know, wayside. Maybe here and there, if, if I read a half a dozen real books anymore a year, it's a lot. But now I have a dozen just in one haul, all shit I want to read. So I've been reading physical books lately. And uh, since I have been reading hardcore digital, uh, I can appreciate some of the the benefits and things I haven't, I never were able to appreciate before reading physical books. And the the most important thing is, I can see where the end is in sight now. And I think, I think, I feel like I'm reading 
physical books faster because I know where the end of the book is. Right. Where I, you're, I get read, what you're saying. You're reading digital and you just don't I mean you can see a little percentage or page, but you know, sometimes the it's all funky like that. You don't really know how much more of the book is left. You can't feel it by a thickness or how much is left going on. Or what on. font it is. Yeah. Because you're you might be swiping that screen twelve times and only change two pages. Yeah. And you don't really realize that. Yeah. Because to you a page is just what is ever on the screen. And you're swiping and uh there you go. Yep. So it is it is kind of that is something I agree with. I find no other practical use for real books now. I gotta admit. I've been reading a lot of them too. You know, we talked last time. I got a bunch of physical books from uh the moment on my route. Right. <laughs> and as nice as like it is to get free books, I'm like now I gotta like remember where my page is. I gotta dog ear everything or uh-huh. carry a bookmark or, uh-huh. or lose my place if I fall asleep or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I, I just really don't like it no more. No, uh-huh. I don't like reading a physical book. Give me the ebook every time, yeah. every single time. Well, I'm still with you there. I'm not saying this is like going to change me back to to physical books. I mean, just <laughs> just the space they take up alone is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, especially when you read as much as you do. I, I can only even imagine read at least twice as much as I do in a year. Yeah, and I I got rid of a lot of my books. Yeah, I I moved probably ten boxes of books along. Yeah. You know, and I don't hold on to stuff like I used to. I used to hold on to physical books. Mm-hmm. Not no more. Yeah, there's it's it's just it takes too much space. That's why I've from the moment I even saw that, you know, a Nook or a, a Kindle existed, I was all in. I'm like, yeah, that's what I need. Right. Space. And you know me, I'll reread books that I yeah. like. I'll yeah. read them a second time. And now I have enough on my on my Nook to if I run out of shit to read, I could go back and read something I haven't read in three years because I've had it for three years yeah. or four years or however long I've been using it. And I have a huge library built up now. So I don't even feel the need to hold on to a lot of my older physical books. I kept my favorites. Yeah. And I move them along, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't fuck around. I'll buy them at uh, Goodwill or wherever I buy my cheap used books. Mm-hmm. And I read them. Out, back out the door, thrown <laughs> on the pile for someone else to go. Yeah, let, let it free. Let it free. I, uh, you know, that's another part I was thinking about with the the uh, physical books I have now. Of course, they're from a convention, so they're all like signed up. Sure, they're they're well, they're keepsakes too. They're like almost like souvenirs, right? But there there's gonna come a point where like, you know, I I'm gonna be back at cons and I'm gonna grab another book from this guy, and it's almost like. You don't need to sign that. Let me just get the book. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I already right. got your signature in a book. Unless it's something real special or something like that. But, you know, with a lot of these, you know, I'm going to get a lot of these writers' books again. And I'm almost certain to find them at cons again if I keep going to cons. Where it's like, and it's almost an insulting thing. Because when you're at a con, they just, hey, I'm signing books. Look at me. Woohoo. And, yeah. you know, they just want to do it. And then it's almost going to be like, I'm the dick. I'm like, don't sign that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, too. You could always buy just buy their ebook. It's there. Yeah, and uh, have them sign your nook cover if they really have to give you a signature. Yeah, something cool like that. And you know, you know hey, you want to sign it, but it's it's gonna those signatures are gonna mean less to me the more I 
get the same author over and over again. Oh right? yeah, once once you get to first first time, yeah, who cares after that? Yeah, quite. it's like I got the souvenir type yeah. of thing already. I mean, unless it's like Stephen King and you, it's the first edition, and you can resell it on eBay for like two hundred dollars or something. Yeah, you, you know, something like that. There's always that. You know, so you never know. It's probably just best to get the signature, and not insult the author. Let him have his little moment. Of, yeah, his little moment of glory. And then, uh, like you said, maybe maybe something will come of it, or maybe it's just a signature in a book. I, I, I tell you what, I, I do see a lot of that stuff, signed books out in uh, the land of free books. Yeah, people, do you? People don't like, hold on to that stuff, especially if they don't become big. Uh-huh. They'll hold it like for five years or whatever, uh-huh. and then... I'm like they're like, what the hell am I doing with this? Or they move or whatever, and out it goes, you know. Yeah, it just it's it's nothing. Yeah, like, I guess though, uh, you know, these guys aren't didn't become popular. Like I don't know who the hell they are outside of like their two little books about tidal waves or whatever, <laughs> 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 you know. So yeah, so that's that's been the thing I wanted to talk about is uh, my my physical book uh re rebirth you know reading a lot of it and 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 there's certain things i appreciate more and i think do you find that the tactile turning of the pages to be cooler no that doesn't uh holding on to it like i thought that would be like the biggest thing the physical the whole everybody's like oh i like the smell i like to turn that doesn't no don't do it for me no more it doesn't matter to me i think for me it's it's the actual Physically, you can always know where you are, you know, by just holding the page and yeah, how the thickness of the pages you got left. And I do feel like it's, for some reason, driving me to read faster because it, it feels less futile. Right. You know, I'm reading and I can feel the end coming in sight, whereas an ebook, you know, if you're not really paying attention, it's it's the same damn page and there's no... Sometimes I think it subconsciously feels like a futile effort. It's like you're reading the scroll of uh, <laughs> Nagasaki. <laughs> yeah. And so that that was like the biggest thing I took away and I wanted to bring up here for books this week. What did you have? Oh, I've been uh, I just I just bought this book and I read it. Uh William Johnstone. Yeah. You know, I'm a big Johnstone fan, right? Uh-huh. He writes the Men's Adventure or whatever they call them now. They don't call them Men's Adventure anymore. No. I believe they call it like uh conservative crazy right wing nut job stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. I believe that's the politically correct term for it now. Okay. And uh it was a new book, it was a new release, and I was like, Well, I haven't read nothing by him in a long time. And I go, wait up, he's dead. Right? So <laughs> yeah. it's with I guess it's allegedly his son, J. A. Johnstone. Yeah. And I was like, I don't I don't get it. Why throw his name up on there? But then I go into the book, and it explained that uh, he left behind a lot of outlines and manuscripts and all this stuff, so they're working to get it all published, which he's got a huge following, not so much in the crazy shit that I read. Yeah. But his, like, westerns, he's, like, a pretty big western writer. Yeah. So I read the book, and, I mean, no one's really going to care, but... It was good. It was just like reading one of his books. Yeah. So someone, whoever's doing it, whether He's it's his alleged, I, son. I'm going to take it as it's his son because that's what it says. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if they have like just ghost riders, ghost riders yeah. getting in there. But it read about the same. And if you just like, you know, like short action, you know, uh, thriller, 
thr- not yeah, thriller, a lot yeah. of action, a lot of action, a lot of gunplay and yeah. violence and stuff. Yeah. Then uh it's a pretty good read for uh-huh. for, you know, three hundred pages or whatever. I guess if they're able to whoever it is are able to work off of outlines or, or partially written stories, it's probably not as difficult to fill in the blanks and, and still make it seem authentic. Right. You would imagine. But you know, it this kinda kinda has its own flavor. You know, it's like, yeah, like, you I could, could follow Emerald's recipe, but Emerald isn't... He's not, yeah. Do you think, without the knowledge of that going on, you would still be able to tell that it's a... No, that else? was that was kind of the point I was trying to, to get to. Like, whoever's doing it really had an insight yeah. to, like, the way he wrote. Right. Someone so, studied it. So if you never knew the guy was dead, you would have never Yeah, known. you would really would have never have known. Not that this guy was, like, a great author... You know, with a huge, great, huge turn of phrase or anything. I right. Mean, he's writing goddamn, cranking out books like once a month, you yeah. know. You know, like in, so it isn't like high quality literature. Yeah, it's still pulpy. Yeah, yeah, it's very pulpy. Yeah. And, but it read exactly the same, and I was pretty impressed by that. Yeah. I just wanted to, you know. To bring that up. Bring that up. Like, I've never read anything that had such the flavor of the original dude. Yeah. You know, sometimes you read those, I don't know, like those Tom Clancy things. Yeah. Or a lot of, like, uh, Bane Publishing. Mm-hmm. They throw the guy on the, with the other, with the established author. Mm-hmm. They'll throw the other. But you could tell yeah. that the established author had nothing to do except write the outline. Yeah. yeah. I want a book about this. Yeah. yeah, I want a book. This is where the story's <laughs> going. Take care of it, right? Yeah. yeah. And you could totally tell the difference. Uh-huh. But with this, it read just like it. It always did. I guess there's two different types, and what I've I've come to realize is like the ghostwriting market is is bigger than you could ever appreciate. Oh, I I believe me, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, from a little bit of insight from you and the mayor. Yeah, you know, watching what he does, watch what you do. Yeah, I didn't realize how big of a ghostwriting the market. Yeah, there uh, was carried, a, but. Like speaking to me and the mayor, there was a he was with the that Jay Wilburn, who really earns his money by ghostwriting. Right, and like he's not revealing, he won't reveal who he's writing for, but he assures me I would be floored by who he's writing for. And sometimes he doesn't even know who he's writing for. You know, right? It's all gone between agents and stuff, and he's not even sure until but, it shows up somewhere. Yeah, but he says uh, you would be you would be shocked at. at who and how many people are using ghostwriters? Yeah, I because there's a name and the output. There's an expectation of it. I would not. It would not shock me at all if you said he was writing for Stephen King, just because yeah. that's somebody everybody knows. Right. Yeah. I. It wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Like these guys, they got tons of money and they could just live off their name. They yeah. could just ride their name as long as they. They're just selling the name. And I would hope the better ones. That you don't know, or actually like controlling the material, yeah, you know, editing it or whatever, right? right. Yeah, well, so you it's gotta up imagine to imagine that's all there, but yeah, it's a it's a big and surprising market, so it's it, it doesn't surprise me that that stuff goes on, no. and it, if it's the son controlling his, and he's had, you know, stuff to work off skeletons of, of the story, it's it like you said, it's probably a lot easier to, to flesh it out, yeah, and and make it authentic, yeah, you know, to that, the writer. That was what was pretty cool about it, more so than the book itself and the story itself yeah it was it the flavor was right right 
Seamless. Seamless. The essence was there. Seamless McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess we've covered our books. It's time to jump into some hashtags. Hashtags. Yeah, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna open up our little text conversation here. We're gonna grab the first uh, hashtag that we got. Let's see. Uh, I, the first thing I see here is hashtag Otter Pops from you. Yeah. No. No. It no. never went nowhere. It never went nowhere. Man. No, actually, it did. Yeah. I was in. I was in Walmart. Uh huh. In the Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Looking and for Hot looking Wheels. For, looking for Hot Wheels, sure. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't, but sure. And uh, they have the Otter Pops. And I went, oh, yeah, man. I remember that as a kid, right? Everybody yeah. remembers. Those week. are like the plastic tubes, and yeah. you got to freeze them. Yeah. And, yeah. The Flavor Ice yeah. is the other brand. And then you have like oh, the yeah. store yeah. knockoff okay. brand, yeah. like right. the no name. And I was looking at that. I was looking at them, and I go, oh, yeah, little Orange Annie and Louis Blue Raspberry and. Colonel, oh, Colonel. are they the ones that got, like, the faces on them? Yeah, they got the little otter guys. It's almost like Clue characters. Yeah. Yeah. Alexander totally. the Grape. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Sure. Right? Now I totally remember. Right? Yeah. And I'm looking at him, and I go, oh, I should get some. Like, you know, just for the, my daughter and, you know, bring back some memories for me. Right. right. And I went, fuck, these fuckers want, like, five ninety nine for a box of Otter Pops? Like ten of them or something? Yeah, like eighteen Otter Pops, right? <laughs> like six. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. These things go for like two fifty for oh, hundred. Yeah, you, you can get a case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get a case for two dollars. I'm like, no, that's just wrong. I I can't do it, man. I can't. So they're trying to just cash in on the uh, yeah on the little Otter guys. Yeah, I can't. I can't pull the trigger for some Otters. I don't blame you. It's what are those ridiculous. ones? You know those ones? They look like somebody half inflated a condom, but then pinched the middle off. They're like they're not like they're like oh, a tougher tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. But they got little like you know Trojan end yeah, points yeah. on <laughs> in they, the middle. Were you supposed to freeze them? I think so. Or were you just supposed to drink them? I thought they were just drinks. You like tore, tore the little tore the little Trojan I, reservoir I, tip off. It was my and understanding. Had some drank. Uh, <laughs> it was my understanding that they were supposed to be frozen. But I'm sure, like, what's the difference between red drank and a, and an otter pot? It's just the same thing. Only this one, they tell you you should freeze it, and the other one's just like you just put it in the fridge. Yeah, really. Other than that, it's the I same mean, just shit. Drink it anyway. It's just sugar water. It's all just red drank, green drank, <laughs> purple drank. <laughs> so but, no, I couldn't. I couldn't pull the trigger on otter pop. I'm like, no, I don't man, blame I can't. you. Six bucks for. For otter, pops. for otter pops is outrageous. Like, They're just what, cashing your, your in. Your sugar is more special, or no. your uh, what's what they use? High fructose corn High syrup. High fructose corn syrup. Yeah, is special. No, I think it's a nostalgia sale right there. Yeah, really, because you came up with you named your little otters. Yeah, flavor ice. You just get it's just red and pink yeah. and purple and all. Pink and the fruit kids punch. What the red? <laughs> Nobody ever wants the green. Yeah, green no. always sits there. Green does always sit there. It's tart. <laughs> so that's your otter part. pops. I, yeah. I, I, uh, I agree. Five ninety nine. Too much for otter pops. Let's pull up another hashtag. <laughs> oh, here's here's a hashtag. Sheets food from me. Oh, she, I was. Isn't that a isn't that a restaurant? Day? No, <laughs> you would think so. This is, uh, what sheets has sheets is a. Uh, I've seen a, this. Signs. It's a gas station. It's a gas station. It's like a a trucker's stop gas station. Oh, like the Flying J? Like Love's. Yeah, Love's, Love's Flying, Flying J. J. Yeah. They're Sheets, S-H-E-E-T-Z. Now, to you and me in New Jersey, this, this may be like, you know, this cool, weird thing. Uh, I'm sure 
these things are more popular. I see a lot of them out in Pennsylvania and stuff. So I'm sure like the more rural trucking areas, there's a lot more. But I was blown away. We we're coming back from somewhere uh, on a trip, probably the damn scares of care trip, and we we're coming back. Uh, and you know, there's sheets everywhere, and we needed gas eventually, so we pull off into one of these sheets, and I, I pull in. And I'm thinking, you know, it's just the gas station out front with the little convenience store jammy jam. Right. But then I see this one is like a super duper duper sheets. It's like changing the world of convenience store gas store things. Oh, had the showers? Yeah, well, no. I saw one of those. Those are amazing, too. I saw a Loves with the shower. There's a, by my mom, there's a Flying J. Where yeah. my mom lives, there's a Flying J. Uh-huh. And you walk in there. Yeah. And there's just all country western shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. 93,000 types of uh, beef jerky uh-huh. and chaw yeah. and everything else. Yep. And you hear, shower number three. Shower number three is now ready. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in a Loves in, like, West Virginia <laughs> ran into one of them things. Yeah. I'm like, this is nicer than my bathroom. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. shower number one is open. Shower <laughs> number one is open. Oh, yeah, those are cool. This sheets didn't have that, at least not that I saw. What it had when I first saw it before even walking in was it had a drive through. All right. So it's like the drive through on the was end it, of the. I got to ask a question. I yeah. interject. Uh-huh. Was it drive through big enough for an 18 wheeler or was it geared for cars? Uh, that's a good question. To the best of my recollection, it was kind of. I don't remember if there was an overhang or not. It might have been able to. Accommodate. Accommodate. I I remember the lane for it kind of being wide, so you might be right there. It might might uh Did it did the window guy have to really get down I to you? I didn't really observe the window. I didn't get like that right, far. So we just you could just say, you know, I to really the best don't know. of my recollection, it, it I, I don't recall like council. All right. But I was I was just a, a drive through on a on a convenience store is pretty Give me know. a pack of butts and uh Yeah, something like but then I go in and, like, around here we have quick checks and Wawa's. I'm sure everybody has, you know, what is that, Royal Crown and, and the, the oh, Circle Spinks, K's. Circle K, That yeah. type. Of, everybody's got yeah. that. And you walk in and there's a little touch screen. You order your subs and your right. whatever. So this has got that. But this is going. Now we're they're trying to become a Burger King or a McDonald's now. We've left that behind, huh? Yeah. Oh, there's touch screens, but there's counters. And it's really starting to look like. No, this is a McDonald's, you know, not just there's a heated pre-wrapped food thing and they're like going through these motions. But, you know, it's all just bullshit convenience store nonsense, just right. heated up and, and thrown in. I'll have, the, I'll have the number one value meal, the burrito in a fast Yeah, right? yeah, there's value <laughs> meals and kids meals. I'm like, it's just fucking, they heat up the sausage powder your microwave and hand it to you. It's, yeah. I never saw such theatrics <laughs> is really what it comes down to. I mean, it's just a convenience store slash gas station. And they got drive throughs They got this fake fucking McDonald's with kids' meals and number sevens. And I'm like, it's just, it, you're just putting it in a microwave. There's more right. effort out of McDonald's to cook your food than there is in these places. No, not so much anymore at McDonald's. I, I guess not. But it's it's I was I was blown away by that. I'm sure that's what's coming. Yeah. But it's such an elaborate display for something you know, so I, simple. I've seen that sign. I want to say by us. What's where that? I've seen the sheets. Sheets. There is. They're probably a little more South Jersey. Yeah, I can't they remember are, where. Yeah, they're they're creeping around. Creeping in. They're creeping in. But this one is I've seen them before. Uh, nothing like elaborate like this. Yeah. So it's it's the world of the the travel all inclusive shower and right. 
Parker. I love the yeah. I love the loves. Uh, it's at Exit Three in Virginia. Yeah, I love going there. It has a McDonald's attached to it. Yeah, and they got the coin pusher, so you could push some <laughs> coins. And they got all the country like hillbilly leather vests that say I keep on trucking on it and stuff. Yeah, you, you got all the trucker gear. In yeah, there. yeah, CB radio. Yeah, uh, microphone. And yeah, and the trucker hats. Yeah, oh yeah. The, you know. Yeah, all that crazy oh, total shit. trucker. Yeah. You know, sixty three thousand. I different do pocket enjoy knives. stopping into a real, honest to goodness trucker stop. Yeah, it's pretty cool. When I'm on the road, that's something. Nine hundred books on tape or CD yeah, you would now. never. Yeah, it's a different world. It's different yeah. world. Where you know, you come from. That's gotta be pretty cool. Like you're just trucking down the road, just truck it. Probably sucks ass though. You're uh, probably like bored out of your mind. Truckers are unique spirits, man. You gotta be. I would imagine you have to be really unique. Okay. Especially that long haul shit. I uh, here's one we can both rip on for sure. But I I threw it in so we remembered because we wouldn't have remembered to cover this otherwise. Hashtag train waivers. Train waivers. <laughs> oh, that's a throwback. That's a throwback uh, hashtag. Yes. We never covered that in the last episode. No, it already happened. But we need to. We need to cover the train waivers, and that's uh, our 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 recent trip to a place called Dutch Wonderland. Have a Dutch wonderful day. Have a I Dutch may have even closed with that. No. No. We were always, we were doing like A-S-T-R-S-T. Uh, oh, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. But uh, Dutch Wonderland is is like uh, best described as an amusement park for like little kids. Yeah, up to like, what, like 10 maybe? Yeah, 10, 12 tops. Like you yeah. don't want to be a 13-year-old. And, and no, now teenagers are done there. Yeah. There's so. a couple rides, but. Yeah, you really. You're just protesting at 13. The yeah. place. Fuck this shit. So it's for really small kids. And, and we have really small kids, so we've made uh, trips there for the last four years. Yeah, three, four years, and, for sure. Uh, 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 like any classic American theme park that's old enough, Dutch Wonderland has its own train, its own mini locomotive right. that wanders around the park. And what we noticed early on was, uh, you know, anytime we got on the train... Anybody who works for Dutch Wonderland, like, stopped everything they were doing and, and started waved, waving. waving at the train. And to the point where, like, yeah, watch this one tra- waves at the train. And yeah, everybody, even if there was somebody just wandering the paths, like, yeah, unassuming. Yeah. Uh, I got I got eight money bags. I'm dropping the money bags. I'm waving <laughs> to the train. How right. are you doing? Not just ride offers. Anybody who works at Dutch Wonderland has stuff. So this time, we were like, this is just, they all do it. It's got to be, like. It's probably the first thing they teach you when you get here. <laughs> like, we spent the whole entire train ride musing on So when we pulled into the station, you asked. Yes, I did. You asked, is there a policy? Is it the first rule in the book? And the, the girl just pretty much laughed and said, yeah, basically. That's yeah. I think she said it was a second rule. A second rule in the book. The first rule is to have a Dutch wonderful day. No, I think it was like no kid touching. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> no kid and then they wave, wave at, at the, the train. train until they go and you got to smile the whole time. All smiling? All smiling. They yeah, don't no, follow You got to look much. like you're having a good time. Yeah. And you got to wave until the last... Until the last train. train. Yeah, that was the other thing. Last train car goes by. You can't just, like, wave. No, don't just acknowledge the train as a whole. You right. acknowledge you gotta, each car. Right. As each person you're waving to. Yes. You have to pretend you're waving to each person. Oh, is it? Is it really like that? You have to, like, make eye contact. And, yeah, and like, have a Dutch <sighs> wonderful day. Have a Dutch wonderful day. I love that place, man. I'm going to miss that. Yeah. I'm going to miss that when them kids get too old. 
Yeah, well, we're going to make them go with their kids and come back and tell us about it. Oh, yeah, whatever. We're going <laughs> to fucking ride. Yeah. You, you shit on that ride. And <laughs> we had to clean it up. And it was really a fucking disaster. It really was a disaster. <laughs> You're a for burden on me and your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I like it because it's, it's, it's the size isn't overbearing. Yeah, it's not outrageous, and there's a lot of I like I like the vintageness of the park. Yeah, lots of uh, vintage rides. You yeah, know. this place is no uh, Six Flags. No, it's no uh, Hershey. No, or, uh, what are the other ones? I don't even know. I think they're mostly like Six Flags, is what people would mostly know. Yeah, sure. It's Six like a flags. quarter of the size of a Six Flags. Yeah, if that or fifth. Yeah, probably Six Six Flags uh, kids play area. Yeah. <laughs> But it's great. It's a great place for uh, families. Yes, with little kids. Indeed. Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. If you're out that way, go to Dutch Wonderland and have yourself a Dutch wonderful day. Dutch wonderful day, man. And if you ever see anybody there not wave at the train, you let me and Mr. Jeff know, and we'll, we'll take care of it. We'll straighten that right out yeah. for you. Maybe we'll get you some Twilight tickets. Yeah, because then if no somebody doesn't wave at you, you did not have a Dutch wonderful day. Onward and upward. There's another hashtag here. Um, I know you, you well, you got a hashtag John Stone, but we covered that. Right. Um, there's a hashtag. <laughs> You've got some good ones here. Let me pick one out for you. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's bring it. Hashtag come in the backside. Hashtag come in the backside. Yeah. This was on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> At 10.35 in the morning, all of a sudden you felt the need to hashtag come in the backside. <laughs> I have no idea. Nothing. Man. man. Was I? Was that a.m. or p.m.? Oh, a.m. 10.35 a.m. I was at work probably. Yeah. You see somebody would come in their backside. Man, I don't know, dude. Was it so hot and sweaty that you felt like you had, like, come in the backside as a new mud butt? Yeah, I don't know, man. Honestly. <laughs> How uh, about hashtag self checkout? Self checkout, yes. Yeah. I got I got a little riff on this. Oh, go with self checkout. Now I hate people who go to self checkout with like a cart full of shit. Yeah. That's not what it's there for. No. It's meant for if you have like three bags of shit. Yeah. Then you go to self checkout. Right. If not drag your ass over to the regular fucking checkout. Right. That's what they're there for. My uh, my measuring stick on that is if I feel whatever's in my cart, I can walk out with simply holding plastic bags, you know, without y- using a cart right. further. The only time I'll go, if I'm using a mini cart, yeah. I might go there. Yeah. Anything bigger than the mini cart, yeah. I'm not going there. Yeah. But here's another thing I wanted to mention. Uh-huh. I try to go to the regular express checkout, the 12 items or less, Yeah. because I feel like I'm keeping somebody employed. Okay. Like the machine didn't take their job away. Okay. You know, I know that's the wave of the future. And when New Jersey passes the $15 an hour, you know, minimum wage right. or whatever they want to make it, that's $17, it's all going to be self-checkout. Everywhere is going there's going to be two people working in the entire front end of the store, and that's that. So I try to try to throw my support to the express dude. Uh-huh. You know, the checkout. Yeah, keep, keep him in a job. You know, because that's, that's the way it's going to go. Sorry to say, but... I, I never considered that angle, and here's why. I have often cursed out the fact that I went to self-checkout. <laughs> and not not just because... I You know, I really rarely see the abuse of, of uh, quantity at self-checkout. 
Right. What I see is people who just don't can't handle like I I can't, well that too that's yeah, its own they can't that's its own separate class function of with a smartphone you know, resist a smartphone for the life of them but they're ready to take on self checkout yeah. like you're a free what do they call them not an idolater <laughs> those people are scared of technology oh that word always eludes me okay whatever a xenophobe I don't know what the fuck I'm it's eluding me twenty people will email me after you listen to this episode sure. but sure they will. Scared of technology, but they'll just run right up there to the damn self checkout, and then it's like, what button did I hit? It's beeping at me. It won't just put your fucking thing in the bag. Stop looking at it. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Type, swipe the cards. Let's get the fuck <laughs> out of here. This is not hard, and right. but they just can't function with it. That's the biggest problem I see, and I'm frightened for the day when it all turns to self checkout, and there's people who are just well, it'll never like like Shoprite will never turn to. With ShopRite, which is a food store, yeah, supermarket, yeah, the supermarkets never will because there's just too much shit. Yeah, it'd be too much chaos. They no, couldn't yeah. keep control of everything. No, you still need people bagging. Same shit. thing with Walmart. I don't think Walmart or any of those like stores will go completely, you know, yeah, without a couple people at the register. Yeah, people they do people do buy groceries and a whole pile of mess of shit, you know, at the Walmart and at right. the Target, right. So these these places, but they'll only have like three checkouts. Yeah, they'll do away with all that. Everything will be self checkout, and they'll probably even retrofit that shit to you scan it, and it goes down the the belt as it comes by. You know what I mean? I mean, I I kind of think that it's still a long way off for for like almost completely self checked out. I can see it going fifty percent. No, well, but the next, I think of things like remember the well the RDIF technology. Sure. That's going to be the thing. You're just going to walk out. You're just going to walk out of the store. And it's just yeah. going to charge your credit card. Boom. Yeah. Well, that defeats my argument right there. Because I was going to complain about the failure of bag your own fucking lines. Where you still have a cashier, but then, you know, you're going to bag your own shit. Right. And then you got to, you want paper and plastic. I got to have double bag it. I'm only put one thing in there. Put 12 things in it. And they're their own worst enemies. Yeah. And, like self Self-bagging went away quick because it was a failure. Right. People can't control themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Just do the right thing. I think the same thing will happen with, like, a full-on self-checkout. I think you'll see. Oh, it's, it'll be a mess. That's why there'll always be yeah. a well, few. Well, I guess it's like. Uh, there'll always be a few people up there doing it, but it'll be, like, three instead of ten. Yeah, it's got to be. you got to let. The people who have zero or haven't grown up with technology, you know what? I can't let wait them for, die. Quite honestly, what I fucking can't wait for this day. This day will make me the happiest person in the world when this happens. Uh-huh. When I go to the fucking McDonald's yeah. or Taco Bell, yeah. and they have the touch screen like a fucking quick check. Yes, <laughs> and I could just go two double cheeseburgers, a large fry, and a coke, and I don't end up with uh, a McChicken sandwich, a four-piece chicken nugget, and an iced tea. I've stopped going to Dunkin' Donuts for that exact reason. You get I, never get what you want. For a while, I was like, you know, my morning routine, I switched to, like, Dunkin' Donuts, give me a coffee and a you know, croissant or whatever the fuck sandwich. Like, it was such a simple order. Give me a coffee, give me this fucking sandwich. Right. And you didn't get it. And they'd fuck it up so many they wouldn't make it light and sweet. They wouldn't, you know, forget the fucking sugar. I'd, I'd ask for sausage and egg, and I'd get fucking ham and turkey. Yeah. How do you fuck up in life this hard that you can't even handle a simple fast food fucking order? Right. And it wasn't. I tried different Dunkin' Donuts. It's like three it on my way to matter. work. Every fucking one of them are fuck ups. Yep. And That's... it's like, and then you're bitching about like you want the 
seven cents in your fucking cup and you get paid enough to support your fucking family. Hey, man, no one's making you work that job. No, but, you know, if you want those things in life, maybe you should be professional. Yeah. <laughs> so you can get the professional rates that you expect. No, now we're getting real political. No, nah, I don't think so. I mean, it's just common sense where it's going to drive out the, the, you know, the human factor. It's gonna. No one's gonna. It's going that way, and you're right about the RFID, where you're not even gonna stop at a checkout counter. You're gonna roll right out. I just can't wait till I could just order my own shit. Either that, or we're just McDonald's. All gonna be ordering off of fucking Amazon because those fuckers can't can't do anything right. Mm -hmm. We had, uh... yeah. All right, so we got. Another hashtag here. I got a riff on this. I got a good riff on this. All right. This is hashtag liquor store bitches. Oh, I was waiting for this one. Oh, good. You must have run into this. Uh, you walk, and I see it a lot lately. I haven't seen. I've seen it a lot lately in a lot of liquor stores, little mom and pop jobs, bigger guys. They right. walk in, and there's this slut right at the fucking front door with a little card table folded out, and maybe some wine. Maybe a bottle of fucking whiskey, maybe a bottle of vodka, and um, it's clear she's been hired for her assets, right? And to hawk this sh- bullshit liquor, but just you're you're supposed to be transfixed by her beauty and buy the shit. Would you like a shot of vodka? You know, the please do help me with my rock sack and yeah. and throwing her and, and just using sex to sell the stupid fucking shit. You must have seen this. I I have seen that. But uh, I remember when this started, when the liquor stores started doing this, and they would have just the uh, the uh, sales guy, just like the regular sales dude in there, yeah, and like nobody was paying him no attention, right? They're like, "Go fuck yourself," right? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have time to taste your shitty wine, yeah. I just fucking want to get my twelve pack of Budweiser and get the fuck out of here, right? No intentions, yeah. So, like you said, they had to step that game up. They had to get some. Hooches in there. Yeah. So now I see that the one liquor store I go to often that I frequent, yeah. which is on the bigger side, it always has the the little bar, and there's always a hooch there, uh-huh. you know, hawking some kind of free samples mm-hmm. of some shit. But I never get into it because, A, I don't drink a lot of liquor. Right. B, I don't like wine and like for at all, really. Yeah. They never have nothing to interest me. Right. Have a beer tasting. Then I'd be like, oh. Oh, know, it's never a beer Well, I'll tasting. come help you with my ball sack. I mean, your rucksack. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's never, never, ever beer. No, it's it's never anything good. It's so always like. The last one I ran into, and I usually don't. I don't know what made me do it. She's probably the ugliest of all the ones I, I've run into. Maybe you just felt sorry. Uh, it was a pity. It, it was something sympathy. like that. And she had vodka. You want to do a shot of vodka? No, not really. Oh, but this is good vodka. I'm like, I don't really like vodka. Oh, people who like vodka don't like vodka like this. I'm like, all right, just give me the fucking shot so I can go get my goddamn beer and get out of here. So she pours the damn thing, and she's telling me, oh, this is made with fucking New Zealand spring water. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean to me? So I don't I don't give a fuck about any of your stupid marketing technique. It's all just bullshit, and, like, I'm not 20, and I'm not fucking, like, a deer in headlights and your fucking tits or whatever. Like, right. just... All right, just give me the fucking shot so I can get on my life. So I take it and shoot the thing. I'm like, yeah, all right, it's not bad, but I, I'm not here for vodka today. 
And so I just blow her off and like walk back. But meanwhile, she's got this other guy. He's walked in behind me. So I walk, oh, just get the fuck away from her. And she, she starts in with uh, shit on him. Right. You got and, lucky. Uh, you got let off the hook. Right. So I just, I go back, I grab my shit. Now I'm coming back up to the front. This guy, <sighs> poor soul. <laughs> poor soul. He walked in there with every intention of buying, I think it was Grey Goose or whatever. He right. was there for vodka. Uh. But now he's tried her shit, and now he's passed on it. Now, this chick is right up there front by the register. He's now asked for a bottle of Grey Goose for the sake of argument, not her whatever New Zealand. Triple, triple, uh, yeah, no, triple no, filter through dried Susquash poop. Yeah, she's, <laughs> he's not into it. He's, I just, you know, I'm just, I, this is what I came for. Oh. And now she's giving him shit. And she's fucking giving him stink eye. Really? Like, dude, like, she's pissed. Like, she owns this fucking vodka company. And I'm like, <laughs> and now I'm standing in line behind her. I'm looking at her shooting. And she's, like, going to me, like, you believe this fucking guy? And I'm like, I, he's, let him get his fucking vodka. Shut the fuck up, you twat. Like, I'm really getting fucking. And she's just fucking giving him shit. And he's just trying to pay. And I don't know, something's going on with his credit cards. Take a little longer. So she's just fucking laying into him and passing off comments and shit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm never coming back in this fucking store again. Who the fuck are we going to deal with this shit? Yeah, exactly, man. Like, why would you even, if you were the store owner and saw that shit going on, wouldn't you, like, put a stop to it? You would think. Like, you would think. Like, I, you don't need to do that shit. Like, I couldn't fucking, who are you to give people shit for, like, yeah. you're just standing there with your like, pretty face and. Right, and hand out samples. Samples. You like, you like, you know, she was going to fucking town this guy for buying a competitor's vodka. Dude, and what if you didn't like it that much? Right like now, I gotta buy a bottle of it. I didn't know like right. It was obligatory. Dude, it totally came. It, to it came across as one of these like, well, I'm pretty and like things are not going my way, and I'm really gonna be a bitch now. Like she was just, it was like that. Wow, like, I never, not I never saw that. Before. Yeah, I couldn't fucking believe it. And I always kind of get that vibe every now and again from them girls, but that was the first time I seen like it come out. And I'm like, I don't, I don't even want to go back to that liquor store, and on the chance that I have to look at that bitch again. Yeah, man, that's fucking shit's crazy like you know you're maybe trying to drum up for your that company or whatever yeah. but people are going to get what they want to get yeah like if they don't like it they don't like it you know not only that but i mean even a lot of times it, like they guilt you right away you want a shot you don't want a shot you don't want to taste of the wine like dude i'm driving i don't want anything on my breath god forbid like that cop's gonna believe? Oh, no, the pretty girl at the fucking eyes. I have to do shot cop. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Step out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's like you ever run into those people who sell like the cheap perfume? Oh God, yeah. And I, when I worked in North Brunswick, I used to go to the uh, Roy, they were ahead of Roy Rogers. Yeah. And I would go there for lunch, you know, maybe once or twice a week, whatever. Yeah. If I was in the area, and they'd always have the motherfuckers in the Roy Rogers. Oh, bad. trying to sell you shit. Yeah, and it just it just rubbed me the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, I'm here to have my lunch. Get a half hour lunch break. Not get the fuck off with your perfume. Yeah, you know I'm in here. Oh, they don't. You know, take you no know who I am, answer. right? And finally got to the point where I actually went and talked to the manager about it. Yeah, and I said, listen, motherfucker, should be soliciting in the store. Why are you letting these motherfuckers sell this fucking cheap ass perfume in the store? Like. I don't fucking even need to hear about it. I'm on my lunch break. Yeah. I have a certain amount of time that I could fuck off. I want to fuck off. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be getting a sales pitch yeah. in fucking 
Roy Rogers. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to fucking eat? You're spraying this shit all over the place. Oh, this place smells like a French fucking whorehouse. <laughs> and I, I just went fucking ballistic. Yeah. And uh, the manager was like, because I get paid yeah, like $8 either, an hour. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm probably, yeah. it's like I was probably, probably of... getting a kickback from whatever they sell there. <laughs> probably. Whatever. So I, I freaked the fuck out. And I was like, oh, I'm never coming back in this motherfucker again. And, you know, yeah. I got, and the fucking dude had the audacity to say, like, oh, well, someone needs to get laid. I went, fuck you, you fucking asshole. Someone needs to get a real fucking job, you fucking piece of shit. And I fucking went after his ass, dude. I, he ran out the fucking door. Oh, yeah. Because after the matter, you don't give a fuck. Now your yeah. whole store is yeah. you're, you're open. Now, open I, I would have fucking beat his fucking ass. You know, it's funny. I actually mistakenly wound up uh, almost working for one of them places. Yeah, that's one of them. Do you want to work in a rock yeah, and roll Yeah, do you want to be a rock and roll environment? We need to <laughs> replace lazy managers with crazy managers. <laughs> and then you, you walk into the room, and it's, I, I didn't see it coming. I was young and naive, and I didn't see right. it coming. But I sit, I sit in a room. It was the first and only time it ever happened. I was being interviewed next to another person at the same time. Oh. Yeah. So And then it was like, that person next to me, they were answering everything wrong. They didn't. They were unprepared for this interview, and I was ace in the interview. So they were like, "You, we want you to come to this thing," and and then, uh, you know, and they're still being like real fishy. And you're just young, wet behind the ears. You don't think, that, yeah. I never really asked about what it was. It was Centura Creations. Uh, you're going to be a manager of a store for Centura Creations. I'm dumb. What's, right. What the fuck's Centura Creations? Well, I found out when I went back for my second interview, which was a sales meeting <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> with, with all the ding-dongs they've hired <laughs> in this big room. And this guy comes in, and he's got his trophy wife with a bazongas fucking loaded up with silicone. And, right, right. and he's driving a Porsche, and she's got the other Porsche. And, you know, it, it, a complete flash out. And it's like... All you got to do is sell Centaur Creations. And you, too, could have a wife with big, giant tits with a Porsche. And, <laughs> like, they were really, if you were susceptible to shit, because once I saw that show going on, I'm like, oh. Because I think, like, <laughs> the opening line was, have you ever been approached by anybody to buy uh, perfume out of the back of the trunk of a car? And, like, how many people did? He goes, well, that's awesome. I'm like, oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, oh no. Then it's, then it's turned into this, like, Tony Robbins fucking pump you up sales meeting. Right. I'm like, what the fuck did I just get into? And then they want you to go home and sell 10 bottles to your friends and family, sight unseen. At, you know, whatever, where they're selling at $15 a bottle. Just go right. home. If you, just don't come back until you sell 10 bottles. But we're not giving you samples. or right? Just sell it to your friends and family. I'm like, fuck, this is not a management job. This is the fucking, they're perpetuating a sales staff right, by cause... fucking leading you with a carrot. Right, because no one stays there for like nobody more stays than, long enough to yeah. become a manager. Oh, you could be on your own, you know, regional office. Oh, warehouse sure, you can if you just work hard enough with the big tits and the. Oh <laughs> my god! And it was like, hey, we're at forty thousand. Nobody else is giving you forty thousand dollars here. No shit, neither are you. You know, yeah. like, but it has to. You have to have a half a brain to realize. Thank God I picked up on it quick, and I I'd only lasted that one stupid thing. I never showed back up. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so. Oh, but then I had one of those moments, like you said, I think I was in a laundromat, you know, at the time I was renting an apartment, so I had to go to the laundromat, and these clowns start casing the laundromat, and uh, I was like, get get out of here with this shit. I'm like, what? 
I'm like, is this? I said, you're a fool if you don't realize what you're doing. You're getting strung along. Well, screw you. I'm making $35,000. I'm like, you haven't made a penny yet, sir. <laughs> yeah. I get, you're getting $1.50 off a $15 sale. You got to sell this many. I go, you didn't make shit yet. Get out of here. And, and he, they're thick headed, like you said. And right. they're like, well, bravado. And well, screw you. You don't make as much. Well, I do make as much as you do. Right. I make 100 times more I than have you to do. fucking harass people and all that. If shit. I made a dollar, I make 100 times more than you. Yeah. Per uh, hour. Yeah. yeah. I would call that the worst job I ever had since technically they hired me. <laughs> 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 but I only lasted a day because I was not having none of that no, shit. No, dude. That's. That's for like it's amazing that that's crazy people still perpetuates to this day. And you probably have to like, you probably have to go home and sell like the the ten bottles or whatever. Yeah, and they probably don't even pay you. You probably have to use that money to buy your stock. Oh, there was to go, yeah. Go out I, I and, sensed that coming. You know, like they're not just because they weren't giving you, you with yeah, they weren't giving you a perfume. case or whatever. Like I said, to sell to family and friends, right. and it was definitely leading up to. Well, we'll give you a case now if you give us 50 bucks to have your own stock. To, right. I saw it, uh, and that's just after one meeting. And then this this pumping up and getting you all. They already made their money selling it to you. Oh, yeah. It and was like a rap video. Whether you sell it or not, it doesn't matter because they already sold it to you. Yeah. It was like a rap video. It was just like yeah. waving cash in front of you, throwing money around the room, <laughs> like getting everybody all excited. You know, it was like a fluff party. Right. Uh, it was impressive. And uh, obviously, there's people that go for that and, and get mesmerized by do you, it. Do you think that the dude actually had the trophy wife in the Porsches, or do you think that was just like rented for the day, and she's just like another employee of the company? Uh, that's hard to say. I would. It it could have been either way. Or you know, they have her like on a per diem. Like oh, well, that was another like thing. The office, the office that I whore. went to. It was like this freshly painted, barely furnished. They just throw folding chairs and stuff. Like, oh, we do. We were just having this like refurbished and remodeled. That's why it looks bare and shit. Right. You know, they were making excuses for their like pop up fucking office because obviously it pop around. Right. It was. It, you had to go back and think about what just happened to me, and when you put it in total, like the, the fucking interviewing with a second person in the room, and and how fabulous I did interviewing compared to that person. And then right. the sales meeting and this fly-by-night look, which they have, ex- it, and everything. is It's such a show that they put on just to perpetuate. That's essentially what they're doing, perpetuating a sales staff right. by hanging a carrot in front of your face. Right. And they're like I said, they're probably selling you the stock. Like, yeah. they're not just letting you take it yeah. and go. Oh, yeah. You got to probably put up front for it. So, they, like I said, they made their money. Oh, like, yeah. you bought 10 cases of no perfume for from them. them. And whether you sell it or not. We don't give a shit because we just sold you ten cases of perfume. Yeah, Dude, so, so fishy the whole thing. But uh, I went on a job interview one time for a warehouse, mm-hmm. and uh, I wanted to do it. This was like later. I was already in my career with the post office, and I was just like looking to do something else too. It seemed like a pretty cool. Like they had like a, a early shift. It was yeah. like a, it was just like a part time early shift. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's right around the corner from my office, and uh, you go in like work for three hours, whatever, and you know make thirty bucks or forty bucks a day back then. You know, like whatever, right? Yeah. And I walk in there, and it's just all Mexicans, and I went, well, there goes that. <laughs> yeah. oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, one. you know, forget it. You're like, not sure. Yeah, I, I, I can't speak in. Spanish, so like I'm just I'm out. Yeah. I had some weird thing like that. I walked into this dark, dingy, like, barely lit place. I think they were, like, a textile dyeing 
thing. Yeah. And there's like this big vats walking around, two Mexican guys, and the thing's so dark and dim. I couldn't, I'm like, oh, I don't know why I sat down and filled out an application. I knew I would never take a job, but it was right. so weird. A lot of weird things like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I actually went to the interview and stuff, and like, me and the interviewer both knew that I wasn't getting hired. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm an actual citizen, and uh, <laughs> you're speaking English I, here. Yeah, well, like what are you, what are you doing? I was like, oh, just you know, it kind of seemed like I work right there, and yeah. I come but here. But your social security number is legitimate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I totally like, wound whatever. up in one of them spots yeah. too. I was like, okay, no problem, no swell off my back. Because like I said, I was just interested in it because I was like, well, you know, I can come here and make little extra dough yeah and it was just forget it you ever you ever walk up to like a, a grocery store or walmart and there's people out out front with a table what kinds of fluffy plushy animals and they're collecting money to help find lost children no i've never seen never that seen one. that that was yeah. another one i stumbled into it was funny because they they're like oh help find you know they don't looking to replace lazy manners or crazy manners <laughs> they're gonna help find missing children ah uh. Oh, help find you can be a manager and help find missing children. So I go to this thing, and it's the same exact structure <laughs> of the selling perfume yeah. out of your thing. Only, yeah. only we're going to try and get people to give me ten bucks in order to help save missing and stolen children, and I'll give you this piece of shit bear that nobody wanted at the carnival at Seaside last year. Right. I get. I get where this is going. Yeah. They, they allegedly. They allegedly gave a You're percent donations. Yeah. It's, you must have had something like this. Somebody knocks on your door. Uh, yeah, we're looking at a donation for missing children. You right. Can, you know, you can give us a dollar. You can give, but like for five dollars, I give you a candy bar. For ten dollars, I got these plush animals and like right, right. And it, tugging at heartstrings to get you to give them money, and like you know, the reality is for every like penny of a ten dollars thing is going to some yeah. nonsense charity. Wound up in one of them ones, and I saw right away. I'm like, this is the fucking. This is the perfume thing, <laughs> just with the fucking nice cover to missing children, like to really play with you. Yeah, we're, you're, you're doing great. Yeah, you're, you're doing great. great work here. Yeah, so many weird things, and that was like in an apartment over top of a shop on a main street. That's the same thing. There was like, an office when <sighs> when they call you like to get the newspaper, and yeah. part of it goes to the police benevolent association <laughs> yeah. of lost leg patrolmen or right. something. It's like some bizarre random thing that sounds kind of like a pba type yeah, thing but, but it's, is, it's really not no. or you know they give like five cents of each newspaper sold you know two cents whatever it's ridiculous yeah you're just working for a company you're not really doing anything you know all that talk of just crazy jobs <laughs> <laughs> made me thirsty yes it is it just time hard work Hard work makes me thirsty. <laughs> Hard work makes you thirsty. Well, why don't we crack open our latest concoction here on oh. Book Beer and Bullshit? Why not? Let's give it a ripper. Okay, so what do we have? That we actually, we have two things this week. It's a really we unconventional week here. <laughs> I mean, we've come to the table with two things. One of them's not really beer. Not, not, not true beer. No. no. How do you want to tackle this? Let's go with the thing that's most likely to taste like beer first. Most likely to taste like beer. So you want the jelly beans? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the beer because I don't. I don't know. Okay, but let's well, go with the jelly beans. All right, we have, and I've had this for the longest time, the entirety. I think, or a good portion of our uh, hiatus. But I'm looking here at the date, August twentieth, twenty seventeen. We're still got a year to go. Oh, we're well. We have range. Jelly Belly, 
draft beer flavored jelly beans in a convenient little can. We'll save for posterity or prostates. Uh, I'll take a picture up right here. The Jelly Belly. Have you had the Jelly Belly beer flavor? They've been out for some while. Yes, I've seen them at Five Below. Yeah. But I have not. I've had that nasty, the ones that taste like booger or earwax oh. or socks. Yeah, the Harry Potter ones. Yeah, well, Those. They, don't, they don't pay the royalties to Harry Potter anymore. No, they're but, just... And they're mixed up together. Uh-huh. Oh, so yeah, you're have, not like, sure. The, the melon and the, the grass clippings. They right. look the same. But they're not. They're not. Um, I've had those. Uh, I, I've never tasted vomit in my life. I mean, I have when I vomited. Right. But to, to pinpoint a vomit flavor, I never would have known. But then I had the vomit jelly bean, and uh, it's it vomit taste. It tastes yeah. like vomit. I, I didn't have vomit because I, I think I got I didn't get into until like season three. Oh, they don't do vomit no more? This uh, was this like one, the original Oh, yeah. Set this had, had, uh, I had like, sardine. No. Oh, I had, had sardine. sock, no, stinky sock, oh, grass clippings. I had the grass. Did you have dirt? I think there was dog food. Ooh. Which was pretty hard. I can imagine. Uh, and like some other shit, earwax or booger. Boogers. And, uh, uh, stop. Yeah, I mean, I some stuff probably carries over. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't have like the anchovy or the, Yeah, but totally know. had a, a, a vomit one. And let me tell you something. Vomit tastes like you don't really know what vomit tastes like <laughs> jelly beans and Dude, it's unmistakable i tell you what i had that stink i got caught with that stinky sock one i imagine we that's were playing the game rancid and uh that tasted like i was sucking on my own sock yeah I it's mean, amazing just i mean it fucking, really is amazing yeah i go that's exactly what it would be like if i if i like washed my sock out in a cup and turned it into a jelly bean so I I have high hopes. I do too. This for, will this, probably be pretty good. This uh, jelly bean, but you know, like what kind of what kind of draft beer are we gonna get? Exactly. How does this sucker open? It doesn't it, uh, actually. On open the side, like you'll can. see that it's a, a wrap, and there's some perforations. Uh, oh, I see. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. It I does see. look like a beer can. I've just posted a picture of it up to our Facebook page. So if you're seeing that and now you're listening, you didn't know what that was all about, obviously. Mr. Jeff having a hard time with the... Uh, it's an unconventional opening. We don't normally rip the label off to get it or a beer. There you go. Oh, and it has individual packets. Oh, sweet. Oh, I can smell it already. Yeah? Is oh, it absolutely. very beery? Before you even get yeah, in there. Signature sniff on a jelly bean. How about that? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. These things are like puffed out as if they're like been like rotting in there. No. You know, they I bet you they're filled with like air. Yes. Uh, special probably. preserving air to maintain freshness. We don't need to open up all No, you don't want your own private package. Of no, I, I think I can handle a couple jelly. out of your little baggie. Maybe I uh, now who's it. having a hard time now, huh? Uh huh. There we go. We're uh, open. All right, we're gonna Maybe they use nitrogen to fill it. Yeah. That other like stuff draft. that they use to uh, preserve the the fruit now in the in the little baggy jobs. Smell it. It does smell it like smells beer. Smells like beer. Kind of like not good beer, but golden and all right down the hatch. It's 
sweet. It's sweet. Mm. Got beer at? Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting it now. Oh, it's taking a while. I know. It's like our... You have to go through the sugar coating to get yeah. to the beer. Hmm. Mm. Here's you know, they think, think they need to clean their lines. Yeah. It's just tasting like a sugar jelly bean. You know? How many did you pop on that one? Two. I'm going to go for three. We got three and three left. Let's see if right, amping it up. It. Goes. I got to tell you, it smells like beer in my mouth. Smells like beer, but taste? Not much taste. No. no. <laughs> it's exciting podcasting. <laughs> it's just too sweet. Yeah. Far too sweet for beer. <laughs> I get it in my nose. Yeah. No flavor. There's no flavor. After some of that sugar clears out and you just got the, the what do you call it? The, um actual jelly yeah I, I i i get what they're going for mm-hmm. but it's not there it's like no. the faintest hint of something that's almost beer but it never never no. gets there no it doesn't and like i said it's, it's it smells like you could the smell is there you smell it but it never translates into flavor that's kind of disappointing after we had that conversation about how well they did vomit puke stinky socks yeah, they can't get can't, a beer can't right. Can't get beer right. Go figure. Like it smells right, kind yeah, of. Yeah, but no, they don't have the flavor. Nope. Nope. Jelly tastes, Belly draft beer. Be- it jelly actually beans. tastes a little like car- caramelly. I, I I get more of a caramel taste. To thing. me, it's just like if you just had uh, sugar jelly bean. I mean, that's all around. Yeah, really, maybe it's Bud Light. Whew. Maybe it's supposed to be Bud Light flavored. Maybe or Coors Light flavored. If they're going for it, they've <laughs> succeeded. Yeah. But they failed as beer-flavored jelly bean. <laughs> Mr. Jeff's still working on it. Can I... Uh, there we go. Let, let's move along to the real yeah, beer. Yeah, move along because, you know, good idea. Yeah. Nice presentation. Poor execution. Nice collector's can. Yeah. You know, you put your, like, little money in there and put it in the sure. fridge so it looks just like a beer. Adorbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Man, now I just smell it. It's just like stuck in my nose now. <laughs> I think it got in my nose hair. Not good. <sighs> so anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you know, skip that one. Yeah, no need for that. No need for that. Unless you, unless the you novelty really like of a, a draft jelly belly is all on the outside of the package. Yeah. Novelty is gone on the inside of the package. No, once you start eating it, it's it's a stinky jelly bean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the real deal. What do we got? Oh, we have we put Flying Fish Brewing. We put out put out the feelers. Uh-huh. And luckily this just came into the liquor store. With yeah. The, not the one the one with the liquor bitches, but there were no liquor store bitches there at the time. Oh, thank God. But this one was behind the glass. Uh-huh. It was in with like the Jack Daniels purple label. Oh shit. And the uh the crystal champagne. The crystal uh, skull liquor. Yeah. Tequila. You know which one I'm like talking about. The creme de la creme of beer. It must have cost us minimally $50 if it's behind the it, counter in a glass case. In a glass case, no less. Was the case locked? Yes. And oh. I actually had to ask. I went, dude, Why? how much 
How much for some flying fish exit seven? Yeah. They were like, oh, like $7.95. (laughs) Oh, what? (laughs) Right? He goes, no. You go, we just got this in. Yeah. And we're restricting the sales of it uh-huh. to members only. Oh. I said, well, thank fucking God I'm a member. Yes, Here's sir. my member card. <laughs> no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's just the card. It's just your phone number. Yeah. But uh, we what we have here is very popular. They're very popular exit series. They make beers of all the exits of the Turnpike in New Jersey. Right. Early on in this podcast, we tried, uh, I forget what exit it was, but it was like a chestnut. Chest, roasted chestnut yeah, beer. Roasted chestnut with Marley or... Uh, gnarly Marley. Gnarly, gnarly grass. <laughs> gnarly grass. Gnarly grass. A wild, wild hoax. But this one, this one we're holding out hope. Yeah. What do we got? What we is have, it? We have a pork roll porter. Pork roll porter. We nailed it. This feels like a good find, like getting a pizza beer. It, it is. It is. It makes me excited. I only like to bring the best in badness to our listening right. audience. Yeah. Now, anybody who doesn't understand what pork roll is, you must have seen these, you know, uh, foods that are particular to a state thing. New Jersey is known for pork roll. It's Taylor this mystery. Ham if, you're, if you're a retard, you could do Taylor ham, but it's this mystery meat type of thing. Is not really a mystery. It's 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 smoked ground pork. Yeah, and a roll is usually a little like burlap like sack ham. thing. Yeah, like kind of like ham. Right. Like spam. It's kind of like good tasting spam. It's better tasting spam for sure. Yeah, uh, and it's it's just uh, most known as a Jersey thing, pork uh, and cheese uh, Jersey Jersey uh, City, the Taylor Ham Meat Company. Yeah, Trenton, most, uh, Trenton. Trenton, 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 straight out of Trenton. But uh, so yeah, so it's a meat product. It's a meat product beer. It says beer made with pork roll and spices. Now, you realize. Yeah. You want to hear about the yeah, exit yeah. series? Yeah, give me a little, hear a little background. I'm interested. So here we are at Exit 7, location of our capital, and the dividing line between rooting for the New York or Philadelphia sports teams. But nothing highlights our north-south divide like a great breakfast sandwich debate. Egg, cheese, and what? Well, we southerners call it pork roll, while further north it's called ham. Whatever you call it, it's good. Our tribute to this breakfast staple is a delicious dark brown caramelly porter. The aroma features notes of cocoa with hints of maple and smoke from the peat smoked barley. The flavor showcases characters of chocolate maple, toasted nuts, and a bit of spice from the pork roll. Although this beer was inspired by a breakfast sandwich, feel free to enjoy it anytime. Savor each sip and experience one of the things that makes our state great. Now, just like uh, last month's beer, the Sriracha, I question the style of beer they've chosen to brew this with. Yes, a porter. Uh, pork roll, while in and of itself, it is it's not a very strong flavored meat. With a pork roll, you know, as popularly served, pork roll, egg and cheese, on bread, you know, egg, very little taste, very mild, mild taste. It's cheese, a piece of American, mild, mild taste. The pork roll is sort of tangy, meaty, savory. Yeah. It, it stands out against those more blander products. Here they've chosen porter, which is thick and really heavy flavor. 
I don't know that the pork roll's ever going to come through in a porter. I, I don't think so. But we're going to have to give it a try. I bet you it's going to smell all right. Yeah, yeah. I bet you it'll get some smell of pork roll. Yeah. Now, it says here... Do they say, like, it's it's a... I mean, pork roll is cured or whatever, you right? Know, so. Yeah. Some smoke. So pork. they just... They don't really hint to you how they got the pork yeah. roll in there. Notes of cocoa, maple, and smoke. So there you go. But it says on here, made so, with pork roll and spices. Okay. So... Oops, uh, and... You a would bit have of to spice imagine. from the pork roll. Toasted nuts, chocolate, maple, and spice from the pork roll. Which, like you said, pork roll, if you buy, get the mild kind. Yeah. There's not much flavor to it. It's pork. Yeah. It's, smushed, it's pork hot dog. Right. With nothing in it. Right. So, here we go. Without further ado. Without let's further get ado. into it. Because we've spent too much time. Oh, it's 13 releases in a limited series. It's like a a super special exit series. Oh, yes. It's, uh, all right. <laughs> Get at you. All right. Bottle is open. It wafted past your nose there just slightly. Did you pick anything up? Nope. Nothing. No. Okay. Gotta get in the cup. Let it breathe a little uh-huh. bit. Uh-huh. I mean, standard porter. It, it's the head of it is not very creamy and thick as you would expect from a porter. No, it, it's pretty. Oh, mine looks did, pretty good. Mine didn't seem to pour out, but uh, yeah, it's all right. right. It I has mean, a actually, nice it has a nice brown. Give myself a little extra here. Yeah, make sure I got enough for a couple of sips there. Okay, a nice uh, brown color to the tan color to the foam. Yes, it looks. I mean, to me, it looks. A little more watery than you would think a porter would be. Not as thick. Oh, you know. But, I mean, it's dark. In these in this day and age, all the porter means is the beer is dark flavor, colored. I mean, let's face it. No one gives a fuck anymore. There's no, <laughs> there's no standard in brewing anymore when you're making pork roll. We're sitting here debating the merits of whether or not it's a porter when there's goddamn pork roll allegedly <laughs> in it. <laughs> Carry on, sir. Give us a signature, Sneef. Get the schnoz in there. It it has very little pork roll sniff. You can't. You you think you believe? I, I, you I believe you could smell the the spices, like the tangy spices in the pork roll. Yeah, like whatever they are that. But not like on the first smell. You have to like get in there on it. Yeah, you have to let your nose get past the porterish because the porter is heavy. Um, I I think this is a bust already. Yeah, I I'm not. I don't see us tasting pork roll, pork roll. at all. And you know, I I grow more and more suspicious that they they just use the flavorings, the spices that they use in pork roll to, you know, render it. it. it they tell you pork the roll spice from the pork roll, right? But it doesn't. Does it ever explicitly say there's pork roll in this? Beer made with pork roll and spices. Okay. All right. It says it right there. The subtext. I'm not saying. Okay. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You would saying. imagine they're implying that they hung a pork roll into the barrel. I, I would imagine they dipped it in. Okay. All right. We'll go with that. A little dip. 
Little dip never hurt nobody. <laughs> Let's try the. Flying you know, like fish. you know, like when you have pork and beans, you get a can of pork and beans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's called pork, pork and beans, right? Right. Yeah, but and there's, there's like one little fake, one little cube of fake pork fat of uh, bacon. Is it? I just it looks like the, well, fake pork looks fat like is a, always what I thought like of a, that thing. Like a two centimeter there, slice yeah, of yeah. bacon. You have to buy or, the premium uh, Bush's premium to get a little. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's not. Bacon, bacon it's, bit. It's the, <laughs> it's the pork belly. Yeah. It's not. It's a non-smoke. But whatever. Yeah. Gives a yeah. frig. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm pissed. I bought this beer, and it's this is a members-only beer, and it, and it is a members-only beer, and I don't even smell any pork roll. No, seven point five percent by alcohol. I'm getting dicked again. I'm getting dickered. I know we're getting screwed over in our bad beers. I know we don't even get like like if if it's pork roll beer. Yeah. God damn it. Go down to IFF and get some pork roll flavoring. <laughs> yeah. And just throw it the Lazy. fuck in there. You know, at least if this is pork roll flavored jelly belly beer things, since that has no flavor, we'd taste nothing but pork roll. Right. We go, that was a pork roll jelly right. bean. But here's the thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The goddamn. <laughs> I love how you're so dismissive of me. Yeah, the, goddamn, <laughs> the goddamn Dewclaw uh, peanut butter and jelly or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They went to IFF. Yeah. But at least it was disgustingly yeah. peanut butter and jelly. Right, yeah. They this never gonna, said we hung peanut taste... butter in the No. Thing. This is going to not taste like pork roll at all, period. Yeah. And you just put pork roll on the label to make you want to buy it. Yeah. It's a marketing fucking scam yeah. yet again. All right. Fuckers. Down it and all right. bitch Let's... about it. Yeah, we should at least try it, right? <laughs> yeah. Before I get all fucking wound <laughs> yeah. up. Watch it be the most perfect pork roll taste of beer <laughs> yeah. ever. It's like <laughs> eating a sandwich <laughs> it's like and eating. a drink of beer. <laughs> Porter. It's a porter. There's no pork roll. Are they trying to pass off that smoky flavor as like pork yeah. roll? Yeah. But that's too smoky smoked for porter. pork roll. Smoked porter. <laughs> it's a smoked porter. You're exactly right. There's no there's no pork roll. No, there. none. None. Nothing. Nothing. None. I'll, s- I'll go again. Go ahead. <laughs> it ain't gonna hurt. It's just porter. Just smoky <laughs> porter. Fuckers. Dude, I've had it with this fucking flying fish nonsense. Do you taste any pork roll? No, you do not, sir. I can tell by look on your face that you do not taste any pork roll in there. There wasn't a pork roll within 10 miles of this beer. As a smoky porter, it's delicious. But there's no pork roll. This is bullshit. Why would you tell me there's pork roll? I, I have no proof. This is nonsense. There's no this proof. This pisses me off more than when it tastes terrible. Yeah. Because There's at no least proof. then it's good for entertainment value. This is like nothing. This is the dumbest shit ever. This is a delicious smoked porter because it's mildly smoked. Yes. Yeah. Remember like the one we had? It was like a charcoal, the Yeti. I think yeah, the yeah. Yeti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it tastes like we licked the charcoal briquette. Oh, yeah. Smoky porter. This is like. The normal version of that. Yeah, I could, I can enjoy this. I, I don't, I don't taste no pork. There's roll no spice. pork roll. That's a complete ripoff. There's nothing to, to even begin to tell you that this is pork roll in it. And they're telling me the pork roll's in it. Yeah, there's no, there's no pork. If you put this out to somebody and said, "What is this?" They would not be saying, "Oh, it's pork roll," or "It tastes meaty." We're gonna email. Um. 
uh, flying fish. And due to our new format, we're not going to sit here for an hour formatting the email and I may go back to spend seven <laughs> hours <laughs> editing me typing out an email. I'm just telling you. We are going to do Hooks, it. Beer, and Bullshit is going to send a complete email to Flying Fish. On uh, the next episode, we'll have their retort. I hope I hope they retort. Should I make them aware that we are a podcast? We should. Tell them we have innumerable listeners. We are internet personalities. We're internet personalities. We are beer journalists. We are. We have a press card somewhere. Yes, we, we're official. So uh, that's that's what we're gonna do, okay? Yeah, we're gonna co- we're gonna lodge a complaint with Flying Fish. We felt ripped off for our members only exclusive club. I think you added that marketing technique. We're done with liquor store bitches, <laughs> and now what we're doing is we're gonna lock shit up in this fucking case to make you think like oh, only members get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's the password? Uh, liquor store bitches. So yeah, yeah, that's the password. Here, here's your expensive bottle. I think that's what's happening, dude. That's this is asinine. This. There's no, no, it, I've it's had like four or five stupid. sips. There's no, nothing at all that's... It doesn't remind me of pork crawl at all. Do you think they could pull it off with like a lager? <laughs> like what would it do? No, obviously not because you can't make this taste like pork crawl. What the fuck do you think? How the fuck do you think they make that taste like pork crawl? Being there's no pork crawl flavor in here, why would there be any pork crawl flavor if they did it in a lager? Well, because lagers are not as... This is the same shit all the time with this fucking brewery. The fucking oyster one tasted like there was no oyster in it. Right. Like they put one oyster shell in the fucking yeah. 8 million gallon vat right. and called it that. They even taste salty. They even taste like the sea. This has no you know, salty flavor to it. Nope. No tangy, salty flavor. Nope. Fuck, man. Come on. Here's what they're going to say. They're going to tell you... It it's was, inspired it, by Yeah, it was never roll. meant to taste like pork roll. Then like, you shouldn't say it's made with fucking pork roll. Well, they're going to tell you they were, they were, gonna, they, they were juicing the essence out of the pork roll. They never said we just pulverized pork roll and... Put it in there. We wanted well, to make it taste. They're going to tell you that just. I'm I'm telling you this much. Yeah. I'm going to tell you. I'm just telling you what their response right. is. I'm going to tell you this much though. Uh, yeah. You will never have flying fish on books. I don't. I don't care if they come out with hairy fucking dog anus beer. <laughs> I'm not buying it for There's the no show. There's no way that could taste because because like it's not it going to taste like hairy dog anus. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's uh, the second time we haven't burned on the podcast. You've had other ones that you say don't taste like it. It's uh, right. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, it's dumbfounding. Ooh, it's pork roll. No, it isn't. You no. dickhead. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm oh, nothing like fucking wine to me. Like we're just we're just yeah. getting the essence out of it. But still, if you're gonna like you said, if you're gonna do pork roll, it should have it. I wouldn't even care. I wouldn't even care if it if it tasted nothing like it and at least smelt like it. Yeah, it, it, you can't even pick it up on the smell. You know, like like these jelly beans, right? Yeah, at Where, least I got the smell. At least I got the smell beer, even if I didn't really taste it. At least here I would have tasted the beer and smelt the pork roll. That would have been fine. Yeah, I I only smell porter, and I only taste porter. Yeah, that's all smoky porter. Smoky porter. No, nothing. Nope. Nothing there. Nope. Done. Done. We're done. I don't even taste it on the back end. No. That's it just tastes like smoky porter. Yeah. All my little tricks to pick up a flavor are not working. 
just the breathing in with your mouth open and, and, and or, or pinching off the nose. Nothing works to Nothing. get anything. Failure. Failure, and we're going to follow up with email. Email like a motherfucker. Right. So we're we're pissed. We are pissed. We're pissed. <laughs> we're pissed. We're, I'm boycotting these motherfuckers. Never again will they be on this show. Okay. Unless well, they send me free shit. Well, then we're going to have to move past this now. <laughs> we have to move past this and close out the show now, Mr. Jeff. All right. Okay? Okay. So what have we learned today? We've learned not to fucking ever buy flying fish. Right. Beer. Don't flying fish beer. Never buy. Don't buy into their fucking silliness. <laughs> okay. We learned that even if the beer fucking sluts there yeah. are giving you free samples, go fuck you. I know it only tastes like Smoky Porter. Whatever yeah. it is, I know it only tastes like fucking Smoky Porter. Yeah. From now on, even if they got hairy like, dog balls. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just going to taste like smoked Porter. Because, uh-huh. you know, we, we toasted them balls first. So you get the, the scent. You get the essence of smoke. <laughs> Thank you, bitches. What else we learned? Don't be a fucking idiot in the self-checkout line. We can't wait for goddamn self-order kiosks at McDonald's. <sighs> what else? What else did I learn? You're just too angry. I am angry. You're too angry. I am an angry mother effer. We oh, gotta punch don't out. buy cheap perfume out of the back of cars. <laughs> and do not work for them, people. Um, I don't know. That's we, it. We learned that I have no idea what coming the back door was supposed to be. <laughs> we'll work on that one. Oh, maybe next show. Maybe and, next uh, show. And uh, that's it. Constant listeners. Thanks once again. We're, we're keeping our promise. We're so working it. We're show working month. it. Show them on. Show them on. You got it. Show them on. Constant listeners. We out. Out. Out.